This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Yes, sir. Here we go. Hour 1, G-Bag Nation, 105.3 The Fan. Hope you are having an outstanding little day. We have five hours of sports content coming up to you. Here to my right is Brian Broaddus with his uh, eye on the film. He has a full report coming up in uh, Krusty's corner at 240. He just keeps watching the plays again and again. It's amazing how this man gets the film before anybody else in the media, but he's connected. Lucius Alexander's the Pimp Cup at Master Control. You have Wolchuk and Giafalo. You have Carter Freeman coordinating your video at 105 through the fan.com twitch and youtube and along with you we are the g-bag nation here on the fan and broadus is coming in high and tight what do you think of the broadest hair- haircut over here yeah i screamed at him by way of hello fresh cut and then he said i had it yesterday bleephole and i was like well <laughs> you were wearing a hat i i didn't know yeah it was uh looks great thank you i appreciate that uh that doubtfire wig's gonna fit perfectly gonna on fit that scalp perfect man but, uh, i was really hoping we get the rams win so we could do the double bet oh we were just inches away football gods on your side yesterday Dang it. i felt like there was kind of a block in the back on the return that could probably two of them that, so that counts then double bet payoff it is that could have been a that could have been a disaster for me a drunk mrs doubtfire doubtfire that would have been fun It'd be dream come true for wolchuk yeah Yep. <laughs> Big Gilf guy. Impressive. Um, yeah, how was the postgame last night, guys? That must have been a, quite a party. I read about it on Todd Archer's Twitter. They're chanting MVP. And yep. here we go. Yep. As Dak gets up there to the podium. Must oh, I thought been... that was when Aubrey walked up to the podium. <laughs> Dude, that guy is dialed. But, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was a good postgame. Uh, you know, the people, I, I think there was a lot of relief in Cowboys Nation. This is the one fan base you go up against that, you don't want to lose to because of how vicious they could be coming back at you. Oof, we got a taste of that all pregame, all man. Pre-game. It was just Eagles infiltrating yeah, they, they Miller Light West Plaza. Yeah. It was quite a bit Gross. of Eagle fans, but I'll tell you, the Cowboy fans certainly were loud. I thought they it was one of the were. best home environments. The atmosphere was fantastic yeah. last night. Kudos to Cowboys Nation at AT&T Stadium. No, but they, they do. This fan base gives them a lot of crap. And, you know, the, the fan base that loses this one, it, it, the, oh. the other ones let you know. I couldn't imagine. If they had lost that game last night, it would be uh, season's over. I'll tell you Let's what, look at the draft. I'll tell you what uh, interesting is if you go by and you talk about it, you look at because uh, our buddy Elliot Shore Parks has tweets out stuff after the game, and I was just after just sitting there looking at it, and the comments that the Eagles fans make about their coaching staff and their players and stuff like that, it's it's like, Wow. Man, I was listening I mean, to Sean and RJ spying on Filthy Radio. Me too. I mean, it's crazy. hilarious. It is crazy. Three weeks I don't ago, know about this Sirianni, Sirianni, man. Yeah, now they're oh, like, no, fire they're, him. They're going after Sirianni. They're going after the coordinators. They're going after Howie. They're going after the whole the whole group. I mean, he must have had he, – he, he made a point. It's like, well, you know, it's 
that this team is built in a way, and you know, he's kind of trying to be positive about it. The fan base for them wanted nothing to do with. That. I mean, we we killed the Cowboys pretty good after the Niners' loss, I think. Yep. Um, and but it gets super toxic uh, in Philadelphia. You know, yeah. I I think maybe. And, you know, the extremes of it is is uh, pretty crazy. 817, you cry now. Gavin Dawson hurts as an MVP candidate. Dak made him look silly, shedding tears because you're wrong about Dak. I mean, it was a great game. You know, we'll see how the rest of the season plays out. I, I think right now Dak's at the top of his game. Uh, this offense is flying high. Um, but, you know, what, what Brian just said is after two losses for Philadelphia, yeah. the fan base is convinced the sky has fallen, everybody sucks, everybody needs to get fired. You've won five in a row. You know, we got we got Buffalo, Miami, Detroit coming up. How much can we keep this going, guys? How much, uh, you know, I, it's hard to say what Buffalo's defense is going to bring. I feel like we know Miami's defense is going to be pretty dang good. And Buffalo's can play well still, you know. So they got some tests coming up here before. I mean, it's, it's not like um, they've done anything that they haven't done before. So pardon me if I trust the last, uh, you know, 25 years of what this franchise does instead of uh, the last five games, Brian. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like, though, that you're right about the test going forward. Yeah. You, know, you need to find a way. And, and Buffalo is one of those teams that's uh, they're now classified as in the hunt mm-hmm. at seven and six. So it, here we go. Desperate team theory. Absolutely. And, uh, on a home game and all that. The, the Cowboys, they, the Cowboys do need to find. They they got to keep winning. That's your hope. Last night's win continued to give you hope that you can still win the division, you know. But you are, you know, to be honest, you're you're also looking at the fifth seed right square in the face, you know. But it, but if you keep winning, you know, you could take care of that, and hopefully you get some help along the way. Uh, we'll see what happens in Seattle this weekend and all that. Philadelphia's got some issues. There's no question about that. They got some issues. They don't rush the passer particularly well. And if you do block them pretty, you know, if you block them, then the their their secondary has problems. Cowboys offensive line deserves a lot of credit. I mean, you had Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter didn't have a single pressure last night. Now, certainly Carter did have the fumble recovery for a touchdown and his ability to get the ball and rumble. <laughs> I know. I mean, how in the, the world did he slide down? That was crazy. But yeah. a really good job by Tyler Smith and Zach Martin Absolutely. to handle those inside. guys inside. Yeah. And Biotis, yeah. the one time when Biotis gave up, you know, Biotis had about 25 yards of penalties that one time. But that, the that whole, clipping call, though, there's no way that I clipping. I haven't heard no, clipping. I haven't heard clipping be, no. be uh, called by a ref in years. I'm like, are we in on the tape, 05 right the tape, now? His head is clearly across the defender's body. I mean, it's it's across his knee. There's there's no, there's it, that's that's the thing. You have to have your head in front. And his head was clearly in front of the defender. There's no way that's clipping. I think Terry McCauley afterwards, who does the referee and stuff for NBC, said that's not clipping. There you uh, go. That's a call. But take the that, one, John Hussey. The one, the one that he got <laughs> called for holding, uh, he tripped on Martin's foot. I mean, oh. he, he's getting driven back, and Martin's trying to set, and he trips on Martin's foot, and that's what causes him. And when you're going backwards, the first thing you do is grab the guy and try and pull him on top of you, and that's that's what happened. That's how you get the holding call, but. You know, yeah, the offensive line. I mean, Dak admitted he. You know, they they had a chance. The sack fumble that turned into a touchdown. They had a chance for a huge play. It's going to be a touchdown for the Cowboys to Cooks with the way the routes that they ran it and how they did it. But Dak, he just drifted right into you know Martin and and the sack, and that's unfortunate there. 
Yeah, more film coming up at uh, 240, oh, a right? Oh, a lot of film coming up, yeah. All the film. A lot of film. Yeah. Uh, film. I had it 3825. They do it by an even bigger margin. I think it's interesting to talk about, like, where is Philly right now? How likely is it that more losses are in their future? Is this rock bottom for them? You know, how has their defense deteriorated so much? Now they're not even stopping the run that well, although they held Tony Pollard to a decent night. The Cowboys got free for some big runs. They did. Um, they did. You know, got so some call back that too. combo block with Martin and Steele. We're yeah. seeing it again. And, nice. And some creative ways of running their scheme, though. They went old school trap a couple of times. They've tried to, you know, they, they, they were able to. You're right about Martin and Steele and their ability to work. And, and they also, you know, the tight ends did a pretty good job and the wide receivers blocked again. You know, if you're, it, that's the thing about give Michael Gallup some credit for his ability to not be disengaged yes. about what's going on. He's willing to go out there and block him, Tolbert. Those guys, they definitely help you in that part. If they're not catching balls, you got to find a way to get your body in front of somebody. You brought this up on Friday, though, Gavin, when it comes to Philadelphia. You know, now you start to have some doubt. And that secondary is so bad, and defensively they're playing so poorly right now. You look at Seattle, if they get Geno back, and if Geno can play like he did against the Cowboys on Thursday night a, yeah. a week ago... They've got a chance to beat Philly on Monday Night Football and help the Cowboys out. I think yeah. that becomes the biggest storyline of the week. For sure. It's huge. And I think that, uh, you know, you you started to see those signs coming into this one, and you really believed in those signs, and kudos to you for it. I thought the, the Eagle offense would find a way to play up in a big game after getting trashed all week and seeing the Cowboys' defense the way they played versus Seattle. I'm like, there's, there's some holes here, but that was not the case. And I do think the Eagles are a little bit exhausted right now, especially yeah. defensively. They've been on the field a ridiculous amount. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it in the pregame, the amount of snaps they've played defensively more so than any other team. And last night was no different. Yo, you keep turning the ball the game, over. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the time of possession, uh, which doesn't really matter, but it, it mattered last night because the Eagles were, they came into that game exhausted. And so I think you're talking about a real opportunity for the Eagles to uh, be a, a team that is that is continuing to slide. Now, they get easier opponents, which is going to help them. I mean, they certainly know how to eke by and win by a point and not look good doing it. And so just because they win a few of these next games, I think they sort of are what they are in terms of when you get to the playoffs and going up against quality opponents like a Dallas, like a, like a San Francisco, I don't think they have much of a chance. I mean, when you talk about their, their pass rush and slowing it down, their offensive line, you know, and, and and the Cowboy pass rush getting after him quite a bit. Like, this is the Eagles team that's whole philosophy is to win in the trenches. They built their team to have a, a pass rush that no one can contain, to have an offensive line that's bullying everybody. When that starts to lose its production, all of a sudden, yeah, your secondary that you didn't invest a ton in is going to look even worse. And so I think they're in, in, in a lot of trouble, and I like the way Shio Kapadia put it. You know, th- their philosophy is building, especially defensively, you know, over-invested in the pass rush we are going to have a freaking pass rush on third downs this season the eagles are sacking opposing quarterbacks 5.1 percent of the time yeah. which is good for dead balls last in the nfl no way they've got one guy and it's Hassan reddick they I, don't have anybody else that consistently can, can get to the quarterback wow that kind of felt like a house of cards over the course of like a month life comes at you so fast in this yeah. league dude and it, it is weird to think about it after last year 70 sacks and you knew they were going to regress yeah, to the mean absolutely. a little bit but yeah. they have just gone full full bottom out two and four gavin the league's caught up to philly's gimmicky offense i, I think the p- part of that is true but but also the other part of it is jalen hurts isn't running to punish anymore he's trying to get down 
um, and that that backfires on him. You know, he almost got hurt. He's putting the ball in the turf. He's kind of diving forward. He doesn't want to slide and totally give up the yards, but he's being so safe at the moment of contact instead of trucking people. And his yards per attempt has gone down by one full yard over the course of the last three years, and it's huge. And and the Cowboys knew it last night. I mean, yeah. if you were just just woke up and started watching the game knowing nothing about the season or anything, you'd be going, why wouldn't they just do that quarterback draw every yeah. time? I mean, they can go get 20 yards. Dan Quinn's like, I know they're not going to live and die by that. They yeah. just they, they Jalen Hurts yeah. doesn't want to. They don't want to risk it. So every once in a while, you can go steal 15, 20 yards. And for a couple times, I'm going, gosh, dang it, that ticks me off. But they knew, like you're yeah. you're not gonna keep, you're not gonna su- sustain that for four quarters. They ran him way more than I that, thought that they would coming exactly, into the game. Yeah. Really, but yeah. as you said, you can see how like sort yeah. of yeah. he's he's looking to go down. Like okay, okay the you're Cowboys got some good shots on him. Yeah. You know, I mean, if, if he's if he's gonna run, you got to yeah. make him pay. And the but Cowboys certainly slide, did. Well, to, right. yeah. to the yeah. point you ripped the ball out of his hand and created a turnover. Yeah, you know. That's but yeah, you see that on the sideline as a coach, like crap, I can't let my quarterback keep taking hits like that. Yeah. Um. So I I think that is true, and then the defense. Defense is, is falling apart even bigger than them and can rest before the playoffs get them back to life? Or are we watching the dying embers of this Eagles run? And that would be something to celebrate. Um, it's, it's a very brutal schedule that they've been in. We've seen how like playing San Francisco has a cumulative effect on the team the next season, although the consistency of that's worn off this year. There was a, a huge run of it. You play physical teams over the course of a month, week five and six, there's a chance I think you can look rough. And now, you know, they'll have a chance here in the month of December to uh, get back and, and, and get right like uh, like the Cowboys have done over the last month. We'll, we'll see how they handle it. We'll see how the Cowboys handle a, a more difficult turn in their schedule. This is a big win for the analytics community, though, Brian, who was looking at this Eagles team and saying, this isn't real. They're coming up with it, but you can't trust that it's not sustainable. And, you know, I, th- I think that's a another part of it like just figuring out a way to get it done once that collapses and if if you were relying on that to get wins it's funny how things can start running the other way on you okay how about this since 2000 there have been 106 teams with 10 plus wins through week 14 of the nfl season like the eagles among that group this eagles team ranks 103rd with a point differential of plus 21 so out of 106 teams that have been 10 or more wins at this point in the season, dating back to 2000. The Eagles are, I mean, there's only three teams with a worse point differential yeah. in that time. Like, they're, they're, and the Cowboys, it's like a plus 190, 188. Like, they're smoking teams. And over the course of the season, the point differential, it does matter. Like, you start to see, okay, there's a different level here. And the Saw Eagles it with just. the Vikings last year, right? One and done in the playoffs. Right. I do want to say one more thing in this opening segment, Brian. I guess I was uh, I got my most plays ever on on YouTube this weekend. Oh, congratulations! You know? I've man. done some YouTube streams over the years, and I've never gotten many plays. Uh, but man, I got a lot this weekend on somebody else's channel. It was yeah. great. Um, the content creators were going after you a little bit this weekend. I, I just want to admit defeat. You know, yeah. I think what we've learned here is that Dax Mahomes, Dax Brady, he's like Montana but built like Elway. You know, that's what we found out. No, that's what we found out. He's about to put this team on his back, despite the fact they can't run the ball and they don't have linebackers. You know, he's going to be so good. I think that all everything that the Cowboys fans want is coming true now. I can't believe that we finally made it, dude. Over the next, how many weeks are left in the NFL season? Four. Four. We have four games left. You're going to win all those, and then they're going to win every game in the playoffs and the Super Bowl. Gosh, we're going to the Super Bowl. Man, exciting, isn't it? See, I thought I thought the Cowboys had screwed up. 
I really thought the Cowboys had screwed up and were wasting Dak's career by never really going for it, you know, and never like giving yourself a chance to have a full team like the Niners. You know, the Niners have a way worse quarterback, but they keep like getting to the Super Bowl or very close like Garoppolo, Brock Purdy, not as good as Dak. And I was like, man, when are the Cowboys going to do that? Right. So when I talk about the Cowboys offense, it's not to be critical of Dak because I think there's a lot to celebrate. And he made some amazing throws yesterday. It's the Joneses that we need, guys, to realize maybe Dak could use what other quarterbacks get when they win the Super Bowl, okay? You take that because you're triggered as I'm clowning, I'm, I'm, I'm disrespecting Dak. I'm not. I'm just saying he's like an 8.5 out of 10, not the full damn thing, okay? Now, apparently the last five weeks convinced you that I'm super wrong and you're right. So congratulations. You know everything, okay? And uh, thanks for the plays on YouTube. Hopefully it picks up my algorithm. Well, I'm just glad we know you're no longer the enemy from within. Yeah, don't be the enemy from within, Gavin. NFL True or Fart coming up. G-Bag of the Day next on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back, Nation. Brian just put his head in his hands. He needs a fishing trip. (laughs) But it's about to get fun, isn't it? Uh, We're coming down the stretch here. And December football and January football and maybe even February football is on the cards for this Cowboys team. Segments brought to you by the Frankels. Life's unpredictable. Accidents happen. Franklin and Frankel, the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks in DFW. If you or a loved one has been in an accident, contact Franklin and Frankel for a free consultation, 214 or 817 Go to truckwreck.com. Here's Walt Chuck. Thank you very much. Uh, I love overreactions on a Monday, and we like to do this uh, in a style in which we do, it's our version of true or false, but it's mm. true or fart, thanks to this mess up on air from the great Robert Flores. All right, we've moved to the red zone as far as the running back conversation goes here on this Sports Center Fantasy Draft special. True or fart, false, <laughs> Marshawn Lynch matches last year's production. I do appreciate the way he barreled through that. He did. Like his recovery was just like, I'm not going to stop down. We're not going to address it. We're just going to, you know. Got him that looking, gig on Major League yeah. Baseball Network. Not you know? looking at the rear view here. Yeah, right. That's what I like about live. You know, if that's recorded, you say, oh, dang it. Gosh you know? darn it. T- take it again. Yep. Let's go. That's right. Live, you get the real deal. All right, let's start uh, over there with you, Eric Chiafalo. Oh, True geez. or fart, the Philadelphia Eagles are not good enough to get back to the NFC Championship game. 
That's going to be a good old-fashioned Cheruski. They got no shot. Not with a defense like that and a quarterback that seems to be scared to to take some hits. I, I think they uh I, I think they really are going to be sort of a one and done playoff situation. They're not getting back to the they're not getting back to the the NFC championship game. Because the that, Cowboys are. That's true. I mean, mm. and depending on depending on who that uh, six or seven seed is, you know, if they have to if they win the division, you know, then you're probably gonna but there's a good opportunity for an upset there. They're they don't rush the passer particularly well we talked about that and they don't cover well and that's going to put a lot of pressure on their offense I'm going to say Tuski because I think there's a chance uh, just because the conference isn't that good depending on how things fall for them I would I would be shocked if they get back to the NFC uh, back to the Super Bowl from there right but NFC title game I'm going to be like okay they made it but they're not going past this next round got it Uh, I'm going to go uh, I'll go true I do think that you're right depending on who they end up having to play maybe maybe they can get there but right now with how that defense is playing I could absolutely see them getting maybe picked off one and done if it's Green Bay if Jordan Love's playing well if it's Seattle they sneak in as a seven seed maybe the Rams I mean with the Rams with Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua right now with the way that secondary is I don't know. Uh, it, it's going to be tough unless their offense gets be, back to being a juggernaut. There's going to be potential for two upsets in that first round, I think. Okay, well then let me go back to you with this. True or fart, Brian Broaddus, your pet cat, the Detroit Lions. Yeah. They're looking like a one-and-done playoff Have team right now. Have not played very well since uh, the since the bye week. Absolutely, yeah. They're, I think they're in a little bit of trouble right now. And matter of fact, they should have lost twice to the Bears. You know, the Bears came back. Yeah. I mean, the, they came back against the Bears a game in Detroit. So I would say that is are you saying that them not make the what No, you, they'll be one and done. They'll make it, but they'll somebody they're gonna get upset in the first round. Uh I would say that is probably true. I would say that's probably true. And I thought they would probably be a second round team, but right now they don't look like they've put it together very well. So they are going they're gonna get a home game though, right? Yeah, yeah they'll so probably be the car team. Seed. Yeah. So the well the the, the Cowboys gonna play them? No. No, no, it'll, it'll no. be uh, whoever ends up getting. Could the be the Rams. Right be the now, six, I think it's the Rams. It would be the sixth team. No, I don't. Play. I don't. I think the Rams are still technically out of it um, yeah. until the Packers play tonight because the Packers are kind of. So it could be the Packers or like or the even Vikings, the Vikings right the now. Vikings, the Vikings, Vikings are yeah, seven and the Vikings. six. See, yes. they could be the Vikings. Yeah, I think they're banged up. Got to get healthy. Get Ragnall back. They'll be all right. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go true here. They're I, 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 much like the Eagles. Like this yeah. Lions defense is not good. Really struggling. Yep. Ah, oh, man, I think I'll go far. I think they still win a wild card game, but then they get bounced in the second round by uh, the Dallas Cowboys. All right, let's go uh, Ooh, to again. Gavin. True or fart? Mm-hmm. Chiefs with Mahomes. They're not making it to the conference championship game for the first time in a long time. Um, I'm yeah, I'm willing to say that. Yeah, they're they're just they're they're very beatable now, and uh, I can't imagine that formula of scoring 19 points is going to win you multiple playoff games. I'm still holding the faith. I'm still holding the faith, uh, faith because you have Baltimore and Miami. After that, I don't trust a single. So I mean, it's patently bad teams. Now maybe the Broncos are playing better football and they could do like a little surprise situation. But like it is, it's just Baltimore, Miami. After that, I'll take Chiefs over Jags, Browns, Steelers, Colts, Texans. Come on. So I'll I'll, I'll bank on Mahomes still. Denver's gonna win the West. Ooh, how about that? Denver's going to win the West. They're going to put. Uh, we'll see what happens. So one Kansas. game lead now for the Chiefs. Yeah, right, but you look at what the, the, the Denver's got to go to Detroit. They have New England at home, the Chargers at home, and then Vegas to end out the year. I think they find a way to win this division. I think Kansas City's in some trouble right now. 
Man, I mean, the Chiefs have it pretty easy, too. Patriots, Raiders, Bengals, and Chargers. They're going to play just terrible quarterbacks over the next month, unless Browning is continuing his hot streak there with the Bengals. I think I'm going to lean fart and think that they can still get there, even though they don't look like it. They certainly do not look like a conference championship team right now, but there's something about Andy Reid and Mahomes in the postseason, and I still am not necessarily going to I can't believe necessarily the Ravens, right? The Ravens are a regular season team. We haven't seen them do it in the postseason. While the Ravens are clearly better right now, uh, it'll be interesting come I'd, January. I'd like to see Kansas City have to go and play on the road now. Yeah, playoffs well, on the road. They, 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 they have not had to do that ever. Especially if they're a wild card. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine yeah. KC going on the road in the first round to yeah. uh, Cleveland or whoever? I mean, Their skill guys just aren't good enough. They're just not. That's a big problem. For Jacksonville. Them. I mean, yeah, it's going to be nuts. All right, last one here. Uh, go back to you here, Brian. Bills, if they make it to the playoffs, will be the most dangerous team in the AFC playoffs. I would say that's true. I think you're going to see that this week, and I'm looking forward to studying them on tape. I know they've had some up and downs, but I still feel like that quarterback, you know, the way they're playing, the potential with Von Miller and stuff, you yeah. know, they, they, they won a really tough game at Kansas City yesterday. That, that, that showed me a lot. Yeah, I think they'll be really dangerous as far as the, the I was looking at them like because, you know, Eric was talking about that AFC playoff picture. And I thought, man, I wouldn't want to face Buffalo again either if I'm Kansas City right now. If they get in, they could go two and two in their final four. They have the Cowboys, they have Miami, then they have two easy games. I think it's Patriots and Chargers. Um, so I could I, I think they're I think they're going to go two and two, but maybe three and one. And it, if you're Buffalo right now, you're turning Josh Allen back loose, aren't you? Yeah, we, need, we need to absolutely. win three of these four. Yeah. And if you need surgery, we can rest in the offseason. I think it's the approach you go like balls to the wall because that window might be starting to close in Buffalo. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go true on that as well. I'm going to say true as there well. You go. Thank you, guys. It's uh, time now for the G-Bag of the Day. Into the Pimp Cup. Yeah. Here's Lucius. Here we go. 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 Uh, shout out to the brother at Church's Chicken over there in Irving. Uh, I went over there for an eight-piece. He's seen this 105.3 The Fan hoodie, b- yeah. beanie thing I had on. Yeah. I walked out over like 25 pieces of chicken and all his Romo takes that he could give me. <laughs> <laughs> Whole lot of size and everything. Shout out to you, bro. Broadcaster Romo takes or uh, quarterback? Quarterback takes. Romo takes. Okay. Yeah. How Dak and Romo are different but the same. <laughs> you see one thigh, right? <laughs> all right, our winner is Charles Barkley. It's a combo situation. I don't know if I'm going to play both of them because I got a whole lot of clips right here for you on a Monday. Yep. But here's Charles Barkley and Ernie Johnson. Uh, Charles Barkley is not a fan of the Nielsen rating system. I want to tell my team, and man, these Nielsen people are the biggest clowns in the world. Clowns. Name me one person you know with a Nielsen box. Are there still Nielsen boxes? Yes, but there's still Nielsen rating. Yeah, I don't, yeah. But okay. these Nielsen people try to say our ratings weren't great, but we want a certain demographic. Hey, man, to my team, them (laughs) don't you worry about quote unquote what people tell you about your rating nobody knows what people are watching they don't and i know the first thing you're gonna say well he's just upset they said king charles didn't get ratings first of all you are 100 wrong i actually said this exact same thing 20 years ago when i was on the number one show let me repeat that I said the same thing about the Nielsen people when I was on the number one show on TNT. I've been said that. Where y'all been at? <laughs> Big brain Charles breaking Big it brain down Charles. for you. 
Uh, there's another clip with Charles is him saying that he's going to choke out Stephen A. Smith or give him his first beating or something like that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Anyway, did you guys watch the NBA in-season tournament, the championship situation? Saw the highlights. Okay. Same. I watched it. It was pretty good. Yeah. I'm pretty sure like five years they're going to name that after LeBron. That LeBron, whole yeah, 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 yeah. I see it. I see it yeah. happening. Uh, Kevin Legendary Hart. run he had. Oh, come on, man. He went playoff LeBron in the middle of the season. Come on, man. That right there is worth the cost of admission for the tournament. How about it? And street clothes. He got to show out a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's go to the NBA Unplugged with Kevin Hart. He had a whole lot of people on there. It was actually pretty good. I went back and watched a lot of it. Yeah, Pat Bev was on there, and he had questions. By the way, that's what the game needs. We need more people like you. It's oh, yeah. good defense. Yeah, Angelo Russell said Hey, you know what? I appreciate you saying that about the honesty because I got a question, too. Okay. And I, and I, and I, and I, I got a daughter, and I like to call myself a girl dad. What okay. you think about the Josh Giddy situation? Uh-oh. Ooh. Uh-oh. Uh, fellas, y'all want to answer that? Yeah. Nope. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, there's rumors going around that, you know, Josh Giddy was uh, dating an underage girl. And uh, they said the family is not cooperating or participating with the police investigation. So, therefore, I think it's yeah, no, I said, I, no, I, I read that, too. I said, what y'all think about it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, was my, that was my question. Yeah, you know, I heard the question, but I'm going to tell you what I do real well. Reflect. I'm, I'm a brand, Pat, and, uh, you know, being a brand, I text you and I give you my real thoughts. But right now, on NBA, on NBA Unplugged, I'm going to keep it as commercial as I possibly can. Yeah, he Good time on. to be a pro comedian. Oh, yeah, he was hilarious. This was pretty good. Uh, I did hate on it when it was announced a little bit. I did poo-poo on the idea, but it was actually pretty good because they just brought so many people through for Kevin yep. to talk to. Yeah. And he had the Plastic Cup Boys there. This is a little group of comedians, right best on. friends that he keeps rich. It's entertaining. Yeah. Uh, let's see. All right, yesterday was a church day. Hope you got your blessing. Shout out to Pastor Freddie Haynes and Reverend Ike. He's on YouTube because he's with God now. Yes, he is. We got a praise and worship leader right here. Probably his first time leading the thing. Uh-oh. He want to know what that mouth do. Um, yeah, give yourselves a hand. Man, it is so good for us to worship Jesus together. That is so good. Man, I'm sweating. <laughs> um, hey, go ahead and turn to someone next to you and tell, tell them what you're most looking forward to putting in your mouth tomorrow. Food. Oh, what? Oh, oh, uh, I didn't intend to say that. I didn't intend to say Ooh. that. I didn't intend to say that. <laughs> but if you do love your spouse in that very special way. I didn't intend to say that. <laughs> turn the other way. <laughs> in the house of the Lord. Uh, ladies. <laughs> you will be ordained. Let's see. Uh, uh, sports Center this morning. Did you see the Sports Center piece on the Cowboys and Eagles? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, this was fantastic. They left Shout that D law in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Here we go. The game plan was simple and brutally efficient. Hit a mother in the face over and over and over <laughs> and over again until they quit. And when they quit, hit them again and again and again and again. Okay, want to quickly apologize for some sound we aired a couple moments ago from that Cowboys piece. Some foul language was used, so I just want to say apologies for that on our behalf. You might have thought it was the Pat McAfee show, but it was Jeez. just Tank talking yeah. after yeah. the game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see how much time we got. I got one more. One more. One more. One more here for you. This man right here standing on business. He pulled up to the wrong house, though. Uh-oh. He pulled up oh. to the wrong house. Ring, car, uh, ring camera got him. Where did they just get off their phone, bro? What? 
Where they just got off their phone? What phone? What are you talking about? Bruh, stop playing me stupid, bruh. Where they just got off their phone, bruh? You, you, he just told me pull up. So where the f*** he at? I'm right here. So where he at? What you talking about? I'm right here at your mama house. Where he at? You at the wrong, you at the wrong door. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. All right. All right. Quite not, yeah. You can tell by the knock in the beginning, too. Way, yeah. yeah. Good knock. Yeah. I'm out of here. Way, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Man, I don't want to fight the first guy. The second guy I might have a chance against. I'm sorry. Yeah, the second guy. Yeah, that sounds very polite. Wait, gentleman. what? Uh, the first guy I don't want to fight. Where's the first guy? The same uh, guy. Just the character swap in the same middle guy. of the oh, character swap. All of a sudden, he just... Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh okay, my bad. I'm so sorry. That's weird. First, first one obviously didn't yeah, make yeah, it to yeah. school. He was too busy getting his ass kicked by his dad. Yeah. Second one, you know, had a nice upbringing. I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to go to another house and uh, cause some havoc. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's terrific stuff. It's, is it time to vote? What do you say? Yeah, let's do it. Charles Barkley, not a fan of the Nielsen ratings. Is it uh, Kevin Hart? Team needs more people. Uh, the league needs more people like Pat Beverly. Boy, Pat's going to be an amazing member of the media when he goes full-time at that. Uh, that's the kind of hard-hitting questions. Praise and worship leader. I don't know if it'll be get picked up commercially, but it'll be a hell of a podcast. Uh, praise and worship leader. Is it Tank Lawrence uh, going to hit him over and over, or is it Guy pulls up to the wrong house? I'm voting for Tank, Chief. How about you? Guy pulls up. Lucius? Yeah, he pulled up to the wrong one. <laughs> Uh, Zachary? I'm going to go with that guy, too. <laughs> Bronis? Yeah, I'll go with Tank. Okay. Uh, by a score of 3-2, to two, and your new G-Bag of the Day champion, it's Ring Camera, catching guy who, who came to the wrong house. How about it's a pretty that? good prank. It is a good prank. <laughs> I'll do that next time I'm playing video games. Uh, send them to your house, Brian. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. Trusty's Corner's coming up next. Where are you going with it? Yeah, I had a chance to look at the all-22 from this one. Let's break it down next. Yes, sir. Welcome back, Nation. Here he is after watching the film all day long. Brian brought us. Thank you very much, General. Appreciate it. Uh, before I get started, a little LSU pride. Congratulations to uh, Jane Daniels for winning the Heisman Trophy. He uh, he carried a team to a nine-win season with one of the worst defenses in the country. Historically, one of the best LSU offenses, but one of the worst defenses in the country. So, congratulations to him after what he went through at Arizona State and all that. And there were people that were questioning him and his quarterbacking at LSU. And, uh, man, I'll tell you what, the kid did everything asked to him uh, and more. And so uh, I've already studied him in the draft, too, which is kind of cool. Sit down and look at him Looks and good. watch him play. Yeah, he's got some He's got some really good traits about himself. The, the thing that's going to freak people out is, is he looks very small, very slight. Skinny. Very slight. Yeah. And so we'll see. Sometimes scouts kind of freak out about that stuff. But uh, had a chance to look at the All-22 like I teased. I'm going to tell you the ways that the Cowboys, just to start out, the ways going into this game, we all felt like that you just couldn't let Hassan Reddick wreck you in this game. You couldn't let what happened in week nine happen again with Terrence Steele. You had to find a way to maybe help him. Uh, And in this case, the Cowboys coaches did a good job of helping him. Uh, There were several blocks where he was one-on-one with Reddick. Did fine with that, the single blocks. The one time that it was a single block, I have a question. They gave up the sack, but I think there's something happened on that play. I'm, I'm curious about it. I need to ask somebody about it. But anyway, the single blocks that Steele was able to make were fine. They doubled with, they helped him by doubling with Pollard. 
they chipped with Ferguson, and they did the spacing with Ferguson as well. So they 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 had four different things that they tried to do with Reddick, and I, and I think it was effective in this game. The question that I had that I want to ask somebody, and I'll, I'll throw it out there right now, is there was one time on the sack that Reddick had, and, and Steele didn't get out of his stance, mm-hmm. and he just stabbed with his right hand. He just he was it's like, but on the play Pollard was set to his side and then was looking outside, then looked inside. It was almost like Steele was expecting the double-team help on the outside, and he didn't get it. Because the very next play, they did it, and they got a, a pass that got off for 10 yards to, to Lamb. So it's kind of like, okay, we did Pollard mess it up? Did Steele expect help? Didn't mm. get help? You know, because Reddick had a... Reddick just completely beat Steele off the line for that, for that sack. But I was just curious by the way that Pollard was set to that side and turned and then looked inside. Was he supposed to help Steele? Did they have that really taken care of? And that was a bust. It's like the corner who thinks he has help over the top of the safety, yeah, so he kind of bites no, a little yeah, bit. And he's like, oh, no. And Steele kind of played it where he played it a little soft. Right. Where he didn't really kick. So he's thinking, like, okay, if I kick wide, then Pollard's going to have to. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's like there's that problem where you bump into each other and then – you know, it, it doesn't work, and I, I just wonder. I need to ask somebody over there. If that, was, that one was a little scary because of yeah, how Reddick went low. He went really yeah. low. Like, yeah, but that's uh, that's. It was. I thought it was overall for Steele, it was really well played for him. And I, kudos I, to the coaching staff absolute, for helping him a little bit. They helped yeah, the him, alignment, no helped, doubt. Helped him a couple different times, and that's what you got to do. Just don't let the guy go out there by himself. All right, the the Ferguson thirty-seven yard shot up the seam. I'm going to give Dak Prescott a lot of credit for this one because this is a really good read. He knows that Nolan Smith, who's you know, normally plays as an edge, as a rusher, and Nolan Smith, they dropped Nolan Smith in coverage, and Ferguson's playing in line, so next to the tackle. He's next to, to, to Tyron Smith. Dak reads that Nolan Smith is dropping, or he has him in coverage by the way he sees the secondary playing. And as soon as, as, soon as Ferguson released, Dak, you could see his eyes. He knew exactly where they, they were. So... He, he had an idea that, that Smith was going to drop. Ferguson ran r- right by him. The route was right into space. The touch throw over the top, 37 yards. Good read by the quarterback, knowing who was going to have coverage on his guy right there. Uh, uh, the, the, the Cook strike, another one where Dak knew exactly where he was going with the ball pre-snap. The Eagles are going to show cover two and then rotate to single high. So they're going to put a single safety in the middle of the field. So right off the snap, Cooks is running by Bradbury, who has no help to the inside. So it, that's that's just that's you know it, he's that the Bradbury's by himself. Lamb is running a route across the field. Here we go. Here's another design uh, characteristic that the Cowboys have been doing. So the, the 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 Lamb is as he's running his route. Bayard is the safety that's now having to make that decision about does he does he play the route underneath or does he play the ball behind. He hesitates for just a second. That allowed Cook to get behind him. The blitz pickup by Pollard. Prescott gets the ball off. Perfect spot. Gain a 30 on the play. Man. So it's a beautiful really, throw. Really, really nice shot of a throw and a, and a catch there. And you mentioned that design, and it, it really is. It's beautiful. Yep. Like, that safety is going to be more nervous about the that dig coming across the cross, with, the, with, they call with that Lamb. Yeah, yeah. And now you have a guy, and it's the payoff of having Brandon Cooks. Because right. who would have that been? Yeah, I mean Michael Gallup. No, thank you. Is that Tolbert? Like you got Brandon Cooks for those moments. For those moments, right there. 
All right, the, the, the they're really using their weapons great right now. They are they using are. they are using the way they're using Ferguson. Yeah. Uh, is awesome. Yeah. The the thing that, that I just I love the combinations when you watch it, you're like God that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense with the route that and how it's married to another route. Right. And if they get the protection, it, they're going to get the ball in, in the in the right spot. That's, okay. Now we talk about how to use Cooks. This is the one that last night that this is the sack fumble. Uh, okay. You know, that ended up in a that touchdown should have been a the, touchdown for the Eagles. Okay. Prescott mentioned this in the post game that he said he said that should have been six going the other way, mm-hmm. not not their six. That should have been our six. Okay. And he was right about that. This is where I think Dak got a little sloppy with his pocket awareness here, and it cost him in this game. Uh, Cooks beats Ringo, the corner, right off the line, and he's open. I mean open. Four Eagle defenders are running with Lamb and Tolbert across the field. So now it's one-on-one on the outside. All the, others, all the other defensive backs are going with two of the Cowboy receivers carrying routes. So now you basically have the opportunity. Dak saw this. But what happened is Martin's kind of struggling with 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 Cox there a little bit, and he's trying to kind of push him to his left. But Dak keeps drifting, so Martin's pushing him into where Dak okay. is trying. If Dak just stops and then just pivots back to his right, he's going to launch the ball. But what happens is he's trying to get to the launch point. Cox hits him, the ball's on the ground. Now you have the sack fumble, and now you have the ball going the other way. Dak admitted that that should have been that should have been a touchdown because he saw what was happening with mm-hmm. the routes. He just, I think he got he a little. Didn't expect Cox to go all the way to the left he, there. Well, he, Martin, he just started drifting to his left, and so here's a throw. It's going to go all the all the way back to the right, and if he would just stopped instead of drifted, he could have probably thrown that ball and it been a it had been a he had been a, a a touchdown. All right, Ferguson's miracle catch. I said this this morning on Cowboys break. This is the play that went for 32 yards. Uh, first off, if Dak wins the MVP, they're going to show this play as the one that they're like, this highlight play. It was so beautiful. I, I don't know how Prescott got the ball to Ferguson with Bayard right in his face. I mean, it is a clean, nobody picked him up blitz. And so... He's being hit, right? Isn't he being hit as he's throwing he's, it off his back foot? He is kind of, he is into the point where Bayard is right there, and I don't know how he got the ball over the top of him. I, I just really I don't. I mean, when you watch it from the end zone copy, you're thinking that ball's going to get hit, deflected in the air. Yeah. All bad thoughts start happening with interceptions. We've seen that before with Prescott and the problems that they've had before with that. But somehow he gets the ball over Bayard. And what happens, though, on the other side of that, though, Ferguson just kind of puts his hands up. He's running his routes. He's going to go out and then back to the inside. And then he puts his hands up because – Sidney Brown is all over Ferguson on this one. Could have flagged it. Yeah, could have flagged it because he's really grabbing his waist. There's a big size match there. But, but he put, he puts his hands up at the absolute right time, <laughs> and I don't even know how he saw the ball. Crazy. But he makes the catch. He's up the field, 32-yard gain right there. Great awareness. The blitz coming in his face. Somehow gets it. Ferguson makes a big play right there. All right. I'm going to go in my last minute here. So the the Gilmore fourth down stop. Oh, man, I love that play. It's beautiful, man. All right. Now, Gilmore played really, really down. well in this game. We, yeah, we talked about in the post game last night about all, game. all the coverages that he had to play with, with, uh, with Brown. All right. This is an excellent job by Gilmore working through the trash and able to stay with Smith. There's been some questions about Gilmore. Can he really, really, really run when you carry him on the crossing or outs underneath? And so they're going to try and pick him from the opposite side. 
So what happens is Brown's coming across, and now Smith's coming the opposite direction. So they're going to try, and Brown's going to try and pick him. He doesn't get, because Gilmore sees what's happening, and he runs a little bit of a shallower route, and that gets him past Brown on the pick. So now he's still still able to chase. Curse and Armstrong get home on a six-man blitz, forcing the ball to come out low. So Smith has to kind of wait on the ball. Like he's coming across, but he waits, catches it low. So as he's waiting for the ball, it kind of slows him up. That allowed that allowed Gilmore to even close even quicker on the play and then make the tackle in the open field. So You know what I felt like in that one? That's how the Niners uh, made the Cowboys feel. Like yeah. in these huge moments where you need something to happen, right. you catch it barely at the line of scrimmage and get obliterated. Just suffocating yeah. They tackle yeah. so well, and they Freddie did. Gilmore with a fantastic Gilmore open field cl- tackle. Well. The Bland. S- Bland. The Bland well. I'll tell you what, the safeties played really, really well. I you, thought Donovan you, Wilson had his best game. Donovan Wilson played well. Hooker had some moments in this game. Yes, too. he did. They needed these safeties to play well, and all those guys did a great job by the defense to to kind of keep this uh, Eagle uh, offense in check. But overall, the All-22 was really a lot of fun to watch, especially against a, a team like that with Philadelphia. You kind of take advantage of some things with them. Thank you, sir. You're the man. Thank you. Brian Wallace watches that film before any media member because he's connected, okay? He's uh, an NFL scout that's joined us on the radio, and we talk Cowboys with him every day from 2 to 7 here on the fan. Okay, uh, NFL news of the day coming up next. Uh, we'll check where you're taking us. Do some Eagles trolling foot fetishes, and could a team that make the playoffs and also have the number one overall pick? That could happen. That's next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.